You're listening to the Texas Standard. The year is 1918. The Mexican Revolution is underway, and racial and political tensions along the U.S.-Mexico border are heightened. Near Candelaria, a small village called Porvenir is home to about 140 people. It's here on January 28th, 15 innocent boys and men are executed at the hands of Texas Rangers, U.S. military, and Big Bend area ranchers. It's not a secret anymore. We're out there to tell this story. Arlinda Valencia lives in El Paso. She's a descendant of Longino Flores, one of the men who was killed that day. She shares this ancestor with other relatives, who you'll hear from later. One of the things that's really helping is having other people learn about it. Like lots of other kids in Texas, she didn't know about the Porvenir massacre growing up. It's not commonly taught in schools. Valencia found out as an adult and had a hard time believing it was true. But she started to track her genealogy, and she found documentation of her great-grandfather's murder. To understand that it was the people that were supposed to be protecting our family are the ones that they had to flee from because they were, they were murderers. That was the hardest thing to deal with. The Porvenir Massacre isn't an isolated event. During the Mexican Revolution, Texas Rangers and other vigilantes murdered scores of Mexican-Americans. Nationally, there's very little, few people who know about this period of state-sanctioned violence. Monica Munoz-Martinez is a historian who studies racial violence along the U.S.-Mexico border. She applied for the Porvenir marker with the Texas Historical Commission. None of the rangers involved in the massacre were ever indicted, and Martina says she can't let people forget what happened. When state police officers take into custody men and boys and execute them and deny them due process, we should be able to say 100 years later that that's a tragedy. I feel pretty bad for him because he never forgot what he saw, what happened. 85-year-old Paula Flora Smith lives in Arlington. She's also related to Arlinda Valencia's great-grandfather. And they share another relative, Paula's father, Juan Flores. Juan was a child when the massacre happened and was almost killed alongside his father. But his life was spared. He was too young. When he went to see what he had done to his father and you see him, that he was just in pieces, I mean, how could you forget that? For the rest of Juan's life, he struggled with symptoms of PTSD. It's been over 100 years and descendants are still trying to make sense of this day. Some believe the massacre was a racist ploy to make Anglo residents of the border feel safe. I don't think we're going to truly know the truth 100%. Amanda Shields lives in West Palm Beach and is the descendant of another victim. Nobody back then is alive today. And so no one can truly say 100% why that it happened. She grew up knowing the story of Port Rainier, but her father, Jesus Morales, had to dig for information. His family didn't talk about it. I started reading some articles in different books and different magazines here and there about this. 15 people that got massacred in this town. He's in his 80s, and he's still searching for answers. I want to find out exactly why, why they were massacred. There are proven details surrounding the Porvenir massacre. On January 28, 1918, 15 boys and men were killed at the hands of authorities. But even with the Texas Historical Commission's marker, there are still questions left unanswered for Morales. Why Porvenir? Why his relatives? Who exactly pulled the trigger? After all this time, he's still hoping to find the truth. For the Texas Standard, I'm Diana Wynn in Marfa. Where 15 men stood by each other in fear. 
the night. 